Hey guys, thanks so much for tuning in to another um, episode of the Convo with Mo podcast. It's your girl Mo Diggs. And today we are doing a very special ep- edition episode. Um, we're talking about someone that we have all lost, that we have all mourned um, over the past couple of days. And that is Kobe Bryant, um, as well as the loss of his daughter, Gianna Bryant, who was 13. Um, they were all traveling to a youth basketball tournament in which she was playing. Um, they were in a helicopter with a few other families, so two of her teammates. Teammates, um, Alyssa Altabelli and Peyton Chester, along with Alyssa's parents, John and Carrie Altabelli, and Peyton's mother, Sarah Chester. Um, Christina Mauser was the girls' basketball coach at Mamba Sports Academy in Thousand Oaks, California. And these were all of the people that also passed along with Kobe Bryant and his daughter. Um, the entire situation is just so I don't even I don't even think like words can explain my immediate reaction i honestly when and we'll talk about our individual immediate reactions um we're gonna try to lift up your spirits today because you know convo with mo we're all about you know having enthusiasm and having the conversations worth having and sometimes those conversations are just not fun and this is one of them uh like i said i was with jess and he goes we're just like hanging out or whatever and he's just like kobe bryant just died our phones were both dead randomly our phones were both and obviously this is not some like spooky story but like our phones are both dead and he's like kobe bryant just died why did somebody just text me that and i literally laughed i was like boy what kind of sick joke i literally was like what kind of sick joke is that like don't even play and he was like mo why would i joke about something like this and me and jesse whenever anything happens it's like a big deal and it's so bad we immediately go to twitter even though twitter is not a reputable source you should not go to twitter to get your news we immediately went to twitter to find it and as soon as we saw it trending we knew that it was true um i was stunned and i just wanted it to be fake mm-hmm. so bad like i was like there's no way this is real because i grew up watching kobe bryant i grew up my mom was the biggest kobe bryant fan and it was always like i love lebron and my mom loved kobe bryant the only reason my mom loved kobe bryant is because she was like he doesn't have any tattoos you know <laughs> he doesn't have any tattoos and he's a very clean guy and my grandma loved him and let me tell you why my grandma loved him <laughs> It's a real, y'all, she's an old African lady. But she was like, you want to know why I love Kobe Bryant? Because when he was going through that allegations, his wife stood by his side. <laughs> like, it, it's just real old African. Yeah, real family. Like, it's just like, okay, Grandma. Like, you go back in the closet. Yeah, like, go back in the, in the nursing home, Grandma. For sake, but for Vanessa's sake. For Vanessa's sake. I'm like, Grandma, just, you know, go relax okay that's not why we love Kobe Bryant (laughs) um but yeah like my dad was just heartbroken everybody that I know was immediately like what what my dad immediately ran to my brother's room and was like no no is Kobe Bryant dead like just like going crazy and I could not stop crying as if I lost my brother or my uncle or you know what I'm saying like I don't what what were your guys' experiences um, for me, I was with my friend Pauline. We were actually I coming. Oh, I thought yeah, you guys were coming we back were, for. We were coming back from a funeral. That's crazy. So we were driving from Connecticut, coming back to Maryland. I think at that point, maybe we were in New Jersey, and I was driving, and she's like, <gasps> and I'm like, what? And I'm that I'm gas. I'm trying to like I'm that gas like, will do reading? it. What? Yeah. Like, oh my gosh, I think Kobe Bryant just died, and I was like, what? She was like, yeah, I'm reading, and she read it, and I was like. Oh my God. Mm-hmm. And it was just like, I don't know. It was a little, 
it was like okay my brother died in september mm -hmm. i just came back from a funeral kobe Bryant, like, it was like just what little, is like, going yeah, on like, what? yeah what's happening well. and so i was like oh my gosh that i was like that's so sad like immediately it just dampened the mood of course. yeah and and i'm still driving though so i'm driving out i'm thinking like dang like really all those emotions that's when we heard like he had died and i think like maybe an hour later or something she's like his daughter was with him and i was just like you gotta be kidding oh, me Lord. in that moment you're just like you gotta be yeah. kidding yeah, like it yeah. can't get no i was like wow yeah because you know there was a report in the very beginning that all his daughters were with him oh i didn't I yeah didn't. like that girl there was a bunch of reports did yeah. you see them lawrence mm -mm. oh my goodness there was reports that rick fox was on the plane and rick fox was yeah, trending celebrities news tweeting R.I.P. Rick Fox, all this stuff. And Rick Fox is at home with his kids. <laughs> oh, my God. He's at home with yeah. his kids. I saw, like, his daughter ended up posting something. Like, my dad's home. Oh, safe. it's safe. Like, don't. <laughs> yeah. He's at home with his kids. And they have murdered this man. His other daughters. I'm like, there was just, there was so much going on as far as, like, what they were saying. Who would, who has been, who was on the plane. And it really shocked me that, like, these reputable news sources were able to get away with, and you know, some people have been reprimanded, but some people haven't. Mm. The only person that got every single thing right was TMZ, of mm. all places. TMZ did not put out the story until every single thing was confirmed. Mm. I'm telling you, but they were like, I'm talking about Fox. I'm talking about NBC. Just getting it wrong. Just I heard that TMZ was the first to actually release yep. the story. Mm -hmm, and then mm -hmm. uh, Vanessa had found out through TMZ. Whoa. Yeah, so apparently, I don't know if it's true, but according to Allegedly. the police chief, um, the families, they they weren't able to get to the families before social what? media. Yeah, that's what they said. Now, I don't know if that includes. That just made my heart start being fed. Yeah. That's scary. Oh, yeah. I mean, well, I, I found out my mom had passed on social media. What? Yeah, like, my grandmother, that's, too. That's yeah. not okay. Oh, no, it's the most traumatic thing ever because yeah. you're not even, like, you get mad at the people that are, like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? When when I, The thing is, like, before the day before my mom had officially passed it's such a scary story someone had posted on my facebook wall that's is, this is when facebook was a thing they were like hey um sorry for your loss mm. and i called my grandma and i was like what the hell is this person talking about she was like i don't know the next day my mom had passed so i'm assuming it was wow. something between like you know something amongst the african community that oh either like we're gonna pull the plug or you know just something mm. is like something was happening behind the scenes that i was not aware of because yeah. they were like sending us to our friend's house and they were like oh go hang out with this one you know your mom's fine you know yeah. all this stuff and so when that happened i literally like my heart broke into a million pieces mm. and I, I was just so angry at this person how dare you how yeah. dare you like cussing them out like you don't know anything like yeah. You know, but it's like, oh my goodness. Because mm. he and I'm like, yeah, yeah, like, Z. Mm -hmm. How imagine is she in her right mind? And then there was this also a, a news article. This is alleged. I don't know if it is true, but that his daughter, um, I think it was Natalia, who had an asthma attack when she saw it and had to be transported to the hospital. Oh, yeah, Jesus. But you know what? I think that. Honestly, there there's definitely power in prayer. Yeah, I feel like the the world was definitely praying for them. Yes, you know yes, 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 yes. And I feel like to to some extent, like that that had to like help a little bit. You yeah, know? for sure, for because sure. There's like a piece that, of God. Like I didn't even know she found on TM. Like that's just that like that's some that's enough for someone to like lose their mind. Yeah, like, yeah, that's for enough sure. For someone to just lose their 
lose it. So. Yeah. How did you find out about your brother passing? Um. So actually, so that day, um, a, um, I guess like a mutual friend, someone that we had went to high school with mm-hmm. and knew us very well, called me. Actually, before that, my brother's girlfriend had called me and was like, have you heard from Jonathan? Have you or have you heard from Boogie? I haven't like I haven't heard from him. He was supposed to pick me up from work. He never like just, showed. He nev- yeah, he never showed. But he's not the type of person like even if he couldn't show up, he would let me know or make provision type so, thing. Yeah, yeah. <sighs> I'm sorry, my heart is beating fast. No, and if so you then, don't want to talk about it, we don't no, gotta talk no, about it. No, it's fine. It's just like, ugh. yeah. But, so then she was like, "Have you heard from him?" And surprisingly, that day I hadn't seen him. Mm. Usually, I see him before he leaves the house or something. But that day I didn't see him, and so I was like, "No, I haven't heard from him." I tried texting him, but it was like sent as text message. And then I tried calling him, went to voicemail, and I was like, you know, but don't stress, like, let's wait, give it another hour and see. Yeah. So after that, um, she was like, okay. So then she took it upon herself, and she was like, she was calling, like, his friends and mm. calling different people in different places to see if he was there. And um, they're like, nah, he hasn't been with us. We haven't seen him. So that was that. It was maybe around noon. Mm-hmm. So then I think at 4 I think around 3.34, um, our mutual friend, Daishia, she calls me and she's like, all right, and she's talking really fast, but she's talking like, she's talking loudly, but kind of calm. Yeah. And she's like, Lindsay, just listen to me. Because I saw, actually, she had DM'd me on Instagram. Mm -hmm. I didn't follow her. So I I saw, I didn't see until like, I went to my request. Mm -hmm. And she had sent me like messages like, Lindsay, call me when you see this. It's important. It's an emergency. It's about your brother. Call me. And I was like, whoa. So I called. Yeah. She was like, Lindsay, stay calm. I just need to tell you, your brother and Malik were in an accident. She was like, Malik um, died. Inst-. And that's when I was like, holy. Yeah. I was like, I was starting to oh like, Oh my gosh, my heart out. is racing like, right don't now. Freak if you out. don't want to talk about this, no, you no, can. It's fine, it's okay. fine. She was like, don't freak out. But your, your brother was wor- rushed to a shock trauma. I was like, where is that? She yeah. was like, it's in Baltimore. Um, and I was like, okay. She was like, I know this is hard, but. She, but the guy who had died instantly was her best friend. And she was like, but, you know, Malik was my best friend, so we, this is also hard for me right now. Yeah. I have to get this information to you. So I was like, all right, I, I'm I'm about to be on my way there. So I didn't have, like, a means of transportation at the time, so I had to call Uber. But right before I called Uber, I called my mom, and I called this lady. And I, you know when you start getting agitated because I keep calling her and she's not yeah. answering. And so maybe, like, on the seventh time, I was like, Mommy, don't freak out, but Jonathan was in a car accident. His friend passed, but he's at the hospital. I'm about to go there now. I'm telling her, like, where to go, et cetera, et cetera. I called my dad. I told him. I didn't call my sister, though, because my sister was at school, and I also didn't want to scare her. Yeah. So that was that. I got in the car, and then, While well, she couldn't do anything. Yeah. yeah. So I got in the car when the Uber came, and then, you know me. I'm like, I'm calling my pastors. Yeah. Immediately, yeah. And so I'm calling, like, every prayer warrior I can think of. I'm in the car. I'm praying the whole time. I'm like nervous, but I'm just like, you know, at least, at least he he's not dead. At least, yeah. And so I'm rushing, to, uh, and I'm literally kind of getting upset with the Uber driver. I'm like, you could drive a little faster. I explained. You know, the they they never when you need it, <laughs> you can step on it. When babe. you need it, they be like, let's go slow <laughs> today, like, yeah. bruh. And then imagine because the accident was like on 95, so the traffic was super bad. Like, yeah, it was. Like, it took us almost an hour to get oh to the place. Oh, my goodness. And then, mind you, 
because she has, she has said shock trauma, I, I was like, where is that? She was like, Baltimore, John Hopkins. So I went to the wrong hospital. Oh. So mm. then I had to go. Get another yeah, Uber. Yeah, I had to get another Uber. I was like, dang, I should have told the Uber driver to stay. But I had to get another Uber, go to the, the actual hospital. This time, the Uber driver was driving a little faster. Yeah. And I'm on the phone and I'm talking. So she knows what's going on. And she's just like kind of praying also. Oh, which amen. I, which was really um comforting. And I want to say maybe it took about like 10 minutes. To get so, there? Yeah, to oh, get there. Okay. So it wasn't bad. But then I got I got there, told them who I was. I had to wait for a nurse to take me. She's taking me, and I'm, like, anxious. And then I get there, and his girlfriend's already there. Wow. Because she kept calling me, like, oh, are you on your way? Like, how far yeah. are you? How far are you? The girlfriend was there. Um, the girlfriend's mom was there. And I'm walking. I'm, like, walking towards the room, and I see Deshia, the girl who called me to uh-huh. tell me about the accident. And she's, like, um, she's, like, I forgot what she said, but she said something along the lines of, like, it's not looking good, but do you want me to tell you the truth? I was like, uh, nope, just don't. Yeah, nope. I don't want to hear but it. Yeah, yeah, let me just go and see for myself. So I get there. <laughs> like, out of my way. <laughs> Back <laughs> up. <laughs> I got to and you about to give brother. me, like, bad energy. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No. So I, I keep going. Lindsay was not playing in that moment. <laughs> and then I saw the girlfriend, and then the mom is there, and she's also crying, and the girlfriend's holding his hand. And brother's just laying there. There's, like, stuff yeah. on him. There's, like, a lot of blood. And Jesus. the mom's like, he just passed. I was like, nope, nope. I was like, I literally, like, I was like, nope, nope. Yeah. So I called one of my good brothers, Yao, and I was like, this is what they're telling me, but I'm not going to believe it. Like, oh I'm just, goodness. like, yeah. I was really, like, I was like, nope, nobody's about to, like, mess with my faith. Like, yeah. I'm just, I need God to, like, step in and do a miracle. Like, everyone and their mothers were praying. And mind you, at this time, also, people are already texting me, like, sorry for your life. Oh, like, sorry. my goodness. Like, and so I'm not even looking at texts or calls unless, like, it's, like, my family. Yeah. Stuff. So I called a couple of my close friends also to come. That stuff and happens so fast, it's though. It's quick. I'm like, damn, how do they already it know? Is, it's because social media, you know? Like, yeah. it, things travel. And so damn. I called some of my close friends, and I, and I appreciate them so much. Shout out to y'all because they were in the waiting room. And it was like a prayer revival. <laughs> yeah. I know all the other people who were in that waiting room were like, what's going on? Because yeah. it was like at least 10 of them in there just like really just praying. Amen. And so um, um, so I'm in the hospital room. I'm on the phone with my, my brother, Yao. And he's praying. He's praying. And he's like, he's praying. And he's also like pleading with God. Almost. Mm. And it was, and I've never seen him like that. So it was also definitely like emotional and indifferent to see yeah. him in that type of atmosphere. But um so I got there maybe at with all the traffic and stuff and finding out. I got there I want to say like 7 something p.m. Yeah. Wow. And they said he had they said that he had passed like 3 minutes before I came. <sighs> and mind you I got I went to the wrong the hospital. hospital. I know so that hurt. I was just like um okay. Everyone was praying my fam my mom and my dad got in around like an hour later about eight mm. and so when as soon as my mom came in oh it's not recording that's okay okay as soon as my mom came in she was like <gasps> and i was like no we're i was like we're not doing that because i knew immediately if like she gets into that state of mind mm-hmm. everything's about to go downhill yeah so i was like nope we're not doing that we're just gonna pray type of thing so she was like so then she kind of like got it together in that moment and then it was me my mom my dad, my brother's girlfriend, and then eventually my pastors came. And we were there from about 7 to 2 a.m. 
Like, we didn't leave until 2. And, you know, they have, like, a chaplain come in mm. at a certain point to, like, help you guys. And I tell you, the chaplain was pissing me off. I like, he was, he was irritating my soul. And I was trying everything to be, like, cool, calm, and collective. But the guy was pissing me off. And he mm. was like, sorry, but you guys have to go. I'm like, huh? listen. I'm not going anywhere. Like you can't, you can't make me leave. He was like, we tried to be. I was like, my guy, back the you, like, up. I'm sorry, excuse you're, my you're French. You're doing too much right now. Yeah. And so we stayed there till like two, and my pastors came and they prayed for a while, and we had other pastors on the phone praying. And then when my pastor came and he prayed after maybe like an hour, and then he was just like, then he held me. He was like. Lindsay, you have to. Let, and I was like, I was hysterical. I was like, I was like, no. And I was like, why are you guys giving up? Like, oh my god. Like gosh. what? I, my mom was like, and I think my mom had like pleaded and cried out for so long up until that point. She was like, Lindsay, she's it like, it's okay. He didn't want to come back. And I was like, no. Why are you guys giving up? Why are you giving? Like I was. Hist- I, I think that was the she's first time I've ever like, I've ever mourn but i've ever like you know when someone wails yeah it's a certain like, cry it's just it is like that was the first cry. time i ever wailed and i was just like hysterical and, and even now thinking after the fact i'm just like i know all of them people that probably thought it was so crazy because like it was just like everything in you like you're yeah. just like releasing like all of your burden type of thing and so we ended up leaving at like two so we came back downstairs to the waiting room and so my friends came and i was just like and so when they saw me, I mean, they already knew. Yeah. And, like, I, I, Mike was there. And, of course, Mike, like, he might held me so tight. Yeah. Like, you he were like, thought, wait a second. I, I, can't gonna, <laughs> I can't breathe. I can't breathe. He thought I was going to collapse because he's my guy, like, held me. And wow. I was just like, and all my friends came around and they were just like, no, Lindsay, we're here for you. We got you. Blah, blah, blah. Oh, my god. And I think, like, leaving, we left the hospital. I was just like, I don't have a brother anymore. And they were like, no, Lindsay, you've got us. Like, you still have a brother. He's just not here. Yeah. And so they, so even that night, my friends came with us to the house, like, to stay the night with mm-hmm. us. And I couldn't even sleep. Like, it was just like, you know when you're, hurt. you're anxious? Yeah, like, and yeah. And you keep waking up like, like something's about to happen. And mm-hmm. you're like, oh, something did happen. happen. yeah. And so I couldn't even sleep. And, like, when I'd wake up, I, I'd see, like, my friends, like, they're just, like, looking at me, like, are you okay? Yeah. Are you okay? And my mom is just, like, wailing on the phone. She's, like, talking to my family back home, home like, yeah. telling them what happened. And there was just, like, a knot in my stomach. And then my one of my friends was, like, do you want me to go get Kristen? So she drove all the way to Philly to go pick up my sister. I remember that. And bring I remember her that. home. And when my sister got home... Um, How did she find out? Backtrack. So after they were like, after we were like, okay, we have to leave, et cetera, et cetera. So she didn't know anything was going on. She knew because people had started calling calling her. her. And so when Mm. I was on the way there, I was telling her like, just pray, like call Yao, like let Yao like be with you in prayer and just like, you know. And so Yao was kind of the one I was updating him and he wasn't really giving her too much information. Yeah. He was just trying to be there for her. Yeah. And so... When they were like, we finally had to leave, I was like, okay, wait, call Crithens. Because mm. I was just like, we don't want to like rob her of that, that moment, moment of saying yeah. goodbye. So I'm on the phone with, I call, I FaceTime her, and she's just like, so what's the update? And I'm like, in tears. I'm just like, Crithens, you have to say goodbye. And she's like, wait, what? She's like, she starts freaking out. She's crying. She's like, Jonathan, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Jesus. And um, so, yeah, so that's kind of how she found out. But backtracking like i think maybe it was about two months ago my me and my sister and my brother's girlfriend were 
talking about all of our experiences, like Mm -hmm. the different perspectives when it happened. And my sister was saying for her, there was really no transition. Like it was just kind of like your brother's in an accident. Okay, don't worry about it. Pray. Like everyone was just trying to just pray. But then it was kind of like, okay, so she's praying. And then now it's like, say goodbye. She's like, wait, what? Like what just happened? And so I felt really guilty when she said that. But I felt like at least we didn't rob her of that moment. Yeah, that last moment. Yeah. yeah, Because for her, she was at school and she's been at that weekend after i think it happened like on a thursday yeah so she went back to school that sunday but because me and my family were at home like when they finally took him to the funeral home and stuff we went to go identify the body like we saw him a couple times before yeah. the the funeral so it was kind of like f- for us we got a little bit more closure yeah for her she didn't see him until the funeral and let me tell you that moment when you haven't seen someone since they were alive yeah and your first that because that's what happened with my mom the last time i saw her she was living in well and in in our apartment i didn't get to see her when she was in the hospital so when you go from like seeing this person living in well i couldn't even walk into the funeral home yeah she couldn't either i had i like i saw the like the profile in the i i'm like I haven't even felt that the same. Like, I haven't thought about that, what happened to me that day in so long. Mm -hmm. But now thinking about it, I'm like, that's why it was so traumatic. I ran and I just, I just ran and I cried and I screamed. I was almost like, I like, like, like I'm sure Crithens felt. I like, it was almost like the way that I had gotten over her death was that she was traveling. Yes. She and was, that's how I thought of it too. Yeah, she 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 just traveled. Yeah. You know, I'll see her again soon. Yeah. But when you see that first time, in oh yeah, oh my it was gosh. really hard for her to walk in. And so I was holding her the whole time because I knew like more than anything, I feel like my mindset that day was just like I know more than anything, I have to be there for my sister and I have yeah. to be there for my mom. So I'm trying to like really keep. Dang, it together you were really holding it down. Yeah, and so. I knew that it was going to be harder for her. And she was supposed to come back the day before the funeral mm-hmm. to go see him. Because mm-hmm. it was kind of like our personal moment, like, moment yeah. before mm-hmm. everything happened. But the person who was supposed to bring her brought her late. So she didn't oh, get to. Oh, I just and know so she was mad. E- even that irritated me. Because I was just like, it's going to be too much for her tomorrow. Yeah. Like, And so it took her a long time to get in the room. But I was holding her like the whole time. And she's like, she's like, I can't, I can't, I can't. I'm like, no, you can't. Like, just take your time. There's, there's no rush. And so it was so crazy because I'm, I'm holding her and my mom even comes to like console her and she's just like, please don't, don't touch me. Like she's just freaking out. She's like, yeah. I just, just please leave me alone. And I'm, I'm telling mom, like, it's okay. I've got her. So when she finally made it, she was like, <sighs> she was sobbing like the whole time. And my mother too. And you know, African funerals are a little different. Yeah. Because they, it's they like let the drama, it all out. The dramatics. Yes. The dramatics. <laughs> they let it all out. Mm-hmm. I, yeah. thought, I thought my grandma was going to pull my mom out of the casket. I'm not even joking. She was rocking it, telling my mom to get up. I'm like, what are you? She it's, can't get up. She's dead. Like, what are you doing? It's, it's yeah, they so fall much. over each other it's, and cry. It's, it's deep. heavy. And so I'm even at a point, I'm holding my mom, and I'm like, mommy, stop. Like, come on. Like, yeah. Come on. Shoot. Like, and my grandmother is there. And mind you, my grandmother had went back to Ghana. Yeah. But my brother was super attached to my grandmother. So he was like, I'll bring her back. Bring her back. I'm going to pay for her ticket. And so he didn't see her again. Mm. And so now my grandma's like, Boogie, like, I'm back. Yeah. And you're not here. It was just, it was a lot. In tree. And it when was, they say it in yeah, tree. Like, your heart just falls oh, out of your Oh, like, my 
my gosh. It's just, yeah, it just hits differently. Oh, and I'm like, Grandma, you had a chance to see her. Like, you identified the body. You put the wig yeah. on. Like, I don't understand why you are more. <laughs> well, you know, yeah, I mean, exactly. she, yeah, like, all that stuff. Like, you, I don't know why you acting like you ain't seen her. <laughs> I think it's just the, the idea of, like, this is your final goodbye. Yeah. yeah. So Goodness like, gracious. That's what makes it so permanent. You know what other, what other moment of death is really, watching the b- body go from... Oh, oh, that yeah. one. Yeah, you have to hold. hold on to yeah, because I will like, fall. I'm in. I was getting ready to fall in. <laughs> I was like, take me with her. I'm not joking. Yeah, that uh, the, I think that's the heaviest whoo, during the funeral. Yeah, oh, like you gotta hold on to somebody because when that thing goes down, you it's like there's no coming back. back. I don't know this why is that part it. is so I traumatic. I oh I my know. gosh. I literally was like, they were like letting us drop flowers in. Mm-hmm, yeah. I I wanted to go with the. I was like, just I'll just go with the flower. <laughs> like I'll just put me in with the flower, <laughs> and I'll just be with yeah, literally diamond. <laughs> I'll just be with my mom, and I'll be yeah. okay. But man, it like was. I don't, you know, death is something that you just. I was having a really candid conversation with my mom's sister, who, and it's crazy because when someone dies, right. You never really realize how other people lost them. Mm. Well, at least I didn't because I was younger. Maybe as an adult, you're more mature, so you're more aware. But when I was 16, I thought I'm the only person that has lost this person. Mm. You get what I'm saying? Mm. So I never really got to understand the concept that my aunt lost her little sister, Mm. which is really traumatic because you're growing up. And I'm just listening to her talk. She's like, yeah, sometimes I wish my sister was here, you know, for me to tell her. And I'm like, it breaks my heart more because I'm like, wow, I never thought about the different relationships that my mom had and how this loss impact them. Because, you know, I'm making fun of my grandma, but like she lost her daughter. Like you're you're never supposed to bury your child. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Um, and I, like I said, I was having this really candid conversation with her and she talks about, she talked about how losing my mom really put a lot of things into perspective for her as far as death, because like, and I, I don't like when people use someone dying as, oh, now come get saved, mm-hmm. you know, like, because you never know, this mm-hmm. could be you. Mm-hmm. Cause it's a really, uh, f- like a fear tactic, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Um, I appreciate the gospel in every aspect and I believe that there is a way to do it but I feel like some people do it in a way where it's like you never know the time or the hour that the crisis the return of Christ is coming so you better get saved now because this could be you in the casket mm-hmm. it's just like yeah I know like don't you think I'm thinking about that like you know mm-hmm. um, but I'm mourning can I mourn before I mourn my own death that <laughs> hasn't even arrived yet <laughs> but anyways we were talking about it and she was saying how um, death kind of my mom's death really gave her the uh, perspective of, like, one, obviously, and it's so cliche, but, like, how short life is and how she needed to take time and appreciate every walking moment because she talked about the angel of death and how the days before you you die, you don't know that the angel of death is walking around you. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, you don't know that death is near. You're just moving. And so why why move as if you know what I'm saying like why move as if death is not like death like why move like you cannot like you're eternal Mm -hmm. when you know death can come at any time like we're not supposed to move like we are eternal on this earth because we're not you know what I'm saying yeah so it's important that's why it's so important to sow seeds now to be kind you know to love on people and obviously everybody keeps saying hug your neighbor hug and and it's so cliche but it's so important because you literally never you never know know. 
every beef that I had immediately, I was like, um, that's oh, yeah. it. Mm-hmm. I was like, mm-hmm. I, if Goodbye. you beef, if you beef with somebody, it ain't me, okay? Because I love you, okay? Like it don't that it don't matter. Whatever you think is the issue. If you think we had, we don't got an issue no more. I love you. We're friends. We're the best of friends. Call me up. We can go out to eat. Cause I and obviously not like toxic people. Cause I know the conversation came yeah. up on Twitter. I don't know if you guys saw. It's like okay, like yeah, Kobe died, but like I'm not about to hit up my toxic ex. Cause like no, don't yeah. hit me up. <laughs> but like if there's like you know strained relationships and just you know like I have me and my dad have a very intricate relationship and I immediately called him and I was just like hey you know there's a lot going on today but just want to let you know that I love you and he was like I love yeah. you too mommy you know and. I always I the people around like my siblings like it's just what you went through with Boogie like I the strength I I don't even like I can't even you see how like I'm lost for words right now I could not even imagine and that the the fact that you're able to come up I mean obviously we know it's only the grace of God yeah you know what I mean because after my mom died I I mean the only thing that kept me was the grace of God it felt like God was like all right you're about to be the pillar of this family Mm. so I need you to yeah hold it down down. like i get it you're sad but like yeah hold it down because your brother needs you your sister needs you your dad needs you you know what i mean and it's like a tough position to be in but like and then i think you know through it all though i have like my spiritual parents they had um they had four children yeah two boys two girls Mm -hmm. and they lost two of their daughters in a car accident so it was kind of like them going through that like and this happened to them about 10 years ago Mm mm-hmm and it was kind of like them going through that and seeing that they live through it. Like, they're okay today. It was yeah. kind of like, if they can go through it, mm-hmm. then I can get through yep, it. Yep, you know what yep, I'm saying? Yep, yep. And it's like, and they lost two daughters yeah. at once, yep. you know? And so it was, I think seeing them made, gave me strength. And they were also able to minister to me from a place of, like, being able to relate. Yeah, you know what I'm yeah, saying? yeah, yeah. And so yeah. everything that they... They were also around the weekend that we were going to do the funeral. Mm-hmm. So, because they live in Ghana. So, yeah. they came around the weekend we were going to do the funeral. And they were just, like, pouring, you know, wise words into me. And one thing that um, Mrs. Roseman said that stuck with me so bad. And this is what I was telling my friend in Connecticut. And I was just, she said, Lindsay, God has already weighed your strength and knew that you could go through this and come out okay. This did not catch God by surprise. Mm. And I was just like, mm okay like a word it's just i think when you look at it that way it's kind of like okay god has already given me the grace to go through this yeah god has already given me the strength to go through this he's not gonna give me more than i can bear bear. Mm. so then if i'm going through that then it means that god trusts me enough to know that i can Can do this yeah and then she said um and she was like you know cry like a leader cry like a believer and cry uh, cry like a leader cry like a believer and cry like someone who has hope mm. and i was just like dang what is what does that look like to yeah. cry like a leader and it immediately took me into this place of like just imagine i, was, I spoke about it on my instagram like just imagine like you're in a war like let's say you're leading people yeah like a whole army and the person that is like on your right hand is your flesh and blood your brother or your sister your mother your father like they're they're your right hand man they're related to you, you know mm-hmm. you guys have that deep intimate relationship and imagine you watch that person fall in battle yeah like what do you do in that moment you're leading people in yeah. a war like do you just stop do you retreat mm-hmm. do you like surrender like what do you and i was like no you keep going you push you keep pushing because as much as you love that person there's all these people behind you who are also depending on you, you this know? is good and so that's when she said cry like a leader that's what it looked like to me and mm-hmm. so i was like okay it kind of put things in perspective like you said like 
it was kind of like guys like, all right, you got to boss up, sis. Yeah, like like needs- you 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 can cry, <laughs> but you, you we got some things to do. Yeah, okay, so, like yeah, I feel that. I feel like it also like you know really pushed you to like another level. Yeah, um, but yeah, that that casket going down thing that that will get you. I think that and also the closing of the casket. I don't remember that. It was just like, oh, I think that like that everyone was willing in that room at yeah. that time. It was just like, oh my God, is this happening? happening yeah. But um, I yeah, I think it was just a lot of grace and strength. And I think oh, one yeah. thing that comforted us was, I would get all these DMs and messages about like how my brother was like helping people and who they were to who he was to them. Mm-hmm. And and one girl in, in particular, she was just talking about how like every time she was down and every time like she had issues like. She remembers, she was like, one day I was just so sad. Like, I was so depressed, and I was thinking about, like, suicide and stuff. And I walked past your brother, and he just looked at me like, are you okay? Mm. And that's what sparked their relationship. And he was just able to, like, always consistently, like, pour into her and, like, encourage her and be like, all right, so what are you going to do about it? And she Mm -hmm. was like, your brother never allowed me to, like, sit in my sorrow. He was just like, all right, so what are we about to do? Mm -hmm. And another friend of mine, um, it was also hard for him because he had saw my brother a day before he passed. Mm. And he, he was really sick at the time. And he wasn't feeling well. He was like, my brother would just, like, buy him food and just come spend the day with him. Yeah. Just, like, you know, just, like, be around him. Yeah. Um, and so he was just, like, a lo- I guess a lot of people were just saying how my brother was being Christ-like to them. And I was just like, hold up. This ain't the brother that I know. Right, right. I was like, we praise God, but this is surprising. Right, at home he be acting crazy. Yes, I was really shocked, but I was, like, pleasantly surprised. Yeah. And I just, you know, I was glad that he was able to to impact people. And I, and... One thing that a lot of people said about him was like, you know, my brother was just an honest person. Mm. Like what you see is what you get. Yeah. Like he didn't hide nothing. He he was who he was and he just loved people. And um, I think that at the end of the day, like like Mommy Roseman said, I think ha- the morning was different for us because we had hope. Yeah. And I would see how like his acquaintances or his friends would like like weep bitterly. Like yeah. like they like there was no light at the end of the tunnel. For yeah. Him. And. I was just like, and I think that's where the gospel comes in, right? Mm. Because it was just like, well, I have hope because of who Christ is. Mm. And because I know, like, this is not the end. You know, like, this sucks. It's heavy. But but there's still something to look forward to, you mm. know? There's still, like, there's still hope. There's yeah. still heaven. There's yeah. still salvation. You know what I'm yeah, saying? I yeah, think that's yeah, what, that's true. as believers, kind of keeps us grounded a yeah. bit. So I think that was the difference. Um, and I think also... Even after the fact, after he passed, a lot of people who didn't know my brother were, like, just, like, telling us, like, dreams and visions and things that they had, like, Hello. confirming that, like, yeah. oh, your brother is in a better place. And even recently when we went to Ghana, there we went to um, a conference and the pastor was like, you guys lost somebody in September, this, this, and that. But, he's like, but God wants me to let you guys When they know. start hitting them you dates, like, you that's like, when you know. You're like, okay, prophet. Yeah, <laughs> when they start hitting them dates, you're like, ah, you getting a little specific. <laughs> they be coming down your lane. You coming down my lane. Literally. Yeah, literally. <laughs> and so he was like, but God wants me to let you guys know that your brother's at peace in heaven. Yes. And he was like, Jonathan's at peace in heaven. I was like, ooh, you, hello. you know either, his either, name? Like, either somebody feeding you in the headphone or that's the Holy Ghost. Because this is too it's specific. Too accurate, so yes. Wow, we, that's we praise God. Yeah. Hello. Yeah. Dang, okay, really? I want to lighten up the mood a little bit because it's a little heavy in here. My heart's a little heavy. Lawrence, tell us about how you found out. That's <laughs> so dear. Okay, that because. The pressure of having to light up the mood. It's, right. it's not going to lighten up the mood, but. <laughs> The way that Lawrence found out about the passing <laughs> so of Kobe Bryant is is a, a, like it's so 
I mean, it'll just make you. It'll 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 brighten like, the mood. Like typical. Yeah, literally. <laughs> like leave it to Lauren <laughs> to find out this way. So Sunday, I woke up. I went to work, and you know, I'm I'm having a good old time at work. You know, I'm watching all my favorite preachers on uh on uh YouTube because you know that's what we do on Sunday while we're at work and um I get off at three and so I have to be at church our church services starts at five on Sundays and so I have to be there at four for like intercessory prayer because I'm on this intercessory prayer team dang you on everything he's on a prayer team so we need to hear everything hello literally (laughs) but anyways <laughs> but and then so like we're praying and they're just like you know God covered the Kobe Bryant family and I'm like what when I open like wait hold up why are we interceding for Kobe Bryant I'm like we need to be interceding for service like what's yeah, going on yeah, like, yeah, that's <laughs> the enemy is busy like what are we why are we interceding for why are we randomly interceding for Kobe Bryant and then the prayer ended and I looked at my phone and the first thing I did was Google Kobe Bryant and it said he had died Lawrence. and I was just like what wow. like, yeah. yeah we need to intercede again literally yeah like can we do this now again that I, now, now that I know what's going on can we do this again like, <laughs> Now my mind is right. <laughs> now I know the weapon of our warfare. Now we need, now no, I need to go back in. And so I was just like, dang. And it's like, it wasn't even like, and it, you couldn't have, it's like, I wish I would have been able to like have that moment at work yeah. where I could have had the time to scroll and look at social yeah. media and see the flow of things. But you know what? I'm kind of glad that I didn't. Yeah, that it was what, a, mm-hmm. what, yeah, what, it what was you talked about. Yeah. With, you know, everybody saying some of everything. Yeah. And so it was better for me to wait till, you know, after service to get home. And I think the first thing I did after the prayer was I always go on Facebook, look up the, the article and I post it to my page because mm. I like to keep up with current events and different things like that. Yeah. In this article. So other people will know as well. And so I was able to go home, check Instagram and just read and hear about the story about now it was not only just him, but it his was daughter. his 13 year old daughter. And then it wasn't just them two, but it was like uh, seven eight, other people, uh, seven other people yeah. on the and her teammates and like yeah, her the, mm-hmm. best friend. That's a teammate, her mother and her father, father. Oh. Like, every, like the majority of the whole family yeah. on, the, yeah. on the helicopter. And I'm just like, like, how could this happen? Happen. happen yeah yeah and you know i just literally just scrolled and cried and went to sleep like mm-hmm. and and i like that night right i was crying so much and my idiot self y'all we need to we need to stop e- e- inviting trauma into our lives and by we i mean me <laughs> okay <laughs> Because my dumb self is going to watch the video of the plane uh, spiraling and hitting the ground. Because someone had a video. I, I'm sure uh, it like it, it filtered. I don't know how it filtered onto my timeline. And this is the same thing that happened to me when Nipsey died. I couldn't sleep for nights because I watched the video of him literally dying. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I don't know what it is. And y'all pray for me because I don't know what it is. I'm I want I want to I want to see what happened yeah. but I don't need that in my spirit like mm. I I it, every time I think about it all I think about is now that I have the visual of the plane I see him grabbing her mm-hmm. and like you know and you I've had a near death experience and so I know what your thought your mind is so I keep reopening that trauma of that near death experience in myself 
Oh, oh my goodness! Sounds like it's a lot. Therapy. It sounds like therapy, y'all. It sounds like therapy. Um, and <laughs> no, it is a lot. At least I'm aware of what's going on, yeah. and we gonna, you know, I need a black therapist. So somebody call me out. I need a black therapist. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, like I, I just was weeping all night, weeping, weeping, and Jess is like, "Yo, are you okay? Like, what is going on?" And I'm just like, "Can you?" Hold me, please. <laughs> like, and like, I mean, obviously he was a lot more compassionate. I'm being dramatic, compassionate, but like, he was just like, "Why are you crying so much? <laughs> like, I don't, you don't, you didn't know him. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't even really watch basketball that much. <laughs> like, first of all, you're a LeBron fan. You were never a Lakers <laughs> like, fan. Yeah, you were never even a Lakers fan. <laughs> you lived in Jersey, <laughs> and I just could not stop crying because mm. I just, I think it was a mixture of like watching the video, yeah. ha- experiencing a very traumatic loss. Yeah. Finding out on social media, watching, like, just I, I, all I could do is think about being in anyone in his family's shoes. So I, I, I could imagine. feel being in his wife's position and what I, I could never imagine losing the love of my life. And then your daughter. And I mean, you like th- that you don't need like I see the words are not even coming yeah, because I'm just so I couldn't imagine losing the love of my life in, in a man. Period. Then you have to think about the fact that, oh, what even breaks my heart is the fact that she found out on TMZ. Though. Oh, yeah. I mean, that. Like, and that's why I'm so, like, I'm really concerned about yeah, her mental, mental health. Being, yeah, yeah, because yeah. Because how is she in the right frame of mind? Yeah. And of course, like, as a mother, I think, like, she's pushing herself because she has these Kids. other girls that are depending on her. But it's like that, that is a lot. On TMZ? Girl. Like, that's how you find out your loved one has passed? I don't, I don't know. And and, and not even that. Because imagine if they found out on TMZ, right? Then they were probably sitting there watching it say all five of the daughters. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Watching it say their maybe Uncle Rick Fox mm-hmm. was included. You know, like all of these different things that, you know, I just, I just feel like, the news outlets didn't do their job. Yeah. I think they had one job and it was to do their job and report the news. And the I facts. think they did the yeah. facts. Yeah. And I think they did a terrible job at that. And I think in the society that we live in, people are more concerned with being first, getting the news out there, yeah. than being right. Diligent and accurate. Being diligent and accurate. TMZ was, but I still feel like, like, at what point are you hurting like what there's there's a humanity aspect to journalism yeah. Yeah. like there's a you yeah. you you there, it's, it's literally a core value and an ethics there's a humanity aspect you have to think about the people how is what i'm putting out going to affect the people mm-hmm. that this story affects or even just human beings in general how is the story that i'm putting out going to affect humans mm-hmm. and i feel like TMZ has completely lost the humanity because now that we, you know, know that they may or may not have found out through social media, it's like, come the heck on, damn. Like, it's so devastating. Mm. Like, I just feel like, I mean, the journalist dropped the ball. (laughs) Then, did you guys watch Shaq? His, he I know he did a speech. I didn't get a so. So he was on. I don't. I don't really know what the the show itself is called. I think it was on TNT. Um, He does a show with like Kenny, Charles Barkley, Mm -hmm. and yeah. Um, Shaq, they literally hashtag man Shaq was trending because he was talking about how, um, well, Rick Fox also came to speak, so I'm getting to that, but Fox, Shaq was talking about how, um, he hadn't spoke to Kobe in, 
or seen Kobe, I think, in four years. Mm. Were they beefing or something? No. Well, they had been beefing. There's like, there's articles in that you have to watch it because I don't want to misquote. Okay. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We talking yeah. about bringing the facts. <laughs> <laughs> I know they they were beefing a while ago. Okay. Then they had a sit down okay. that was aired. So they reconciled. They reconciled. So they were fine. Even to the point where that morning, Kobe had checked on Shaq's son. So there's like a mm-hmm. screenshot of the DM that he had sent that very morning, mm-hmm. which is like, that's a lot. That's a lot. And I just, one thing that I think, uh, like, mm-hmm. I, I know I'm rambling and I'm going different places, but it's a lot. Yeah. I think one thing that I keep thinking about with Kobe is the impact that he left on this earth. Mm-hmm. It's like, when you die, right? I, I, like, what impact, like, what yeah. is the impact that you're, like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, are people going to remember you? Behind? What are you leaving behind? Because Kobe, the one thing that makes me be able to deal with this is that he has left a legacy. Yeah. He has inspired, through his death, he has inspired so many people. Through his life, he inspired, So you know what I'm saying? Like, he has left yeah. a legacy. Yeah. What are you leaving behind? Yeah. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, what do people, ha- like, and it doesn't have to be the masses. Yeah. It doesn't yeah. have to be the masses. Yeah. It doesn't have to be millions of people because if you, if you can't reach millions of people, you can't. But, like, even your circle, yeah. what are you in? What are you invoking out of them? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? What are you, you going to be remembered for? Because, like I said, one thing that lets me sleep a little bit at night is knowing that he did what he had to do while he was here. Mm-hmm. While he was here, while Kobe Bryant was on this earth, yeah. he took care of his family. He took care of his business. He a hundred percent in sports, a hundred percent in every, everything he did. He put a hundred percent at. What are you doing? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. What and what in what areas of in your life are you putting sixty percent, thirty percent, forty percent? You know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. Because no, you don't have you can, like you don't have time. You don't have time. Kobe lived a full life. Yeah. He lived a full life. Now, it reminds me of the scripture that's, that says, like, Lord, teach me how to number my days. Mm. Because, like, mm. we really be thinking. Where that at? That's the question. Yeah, that's where that at. That's about to be my memory verse. Lord, you heard it here first. Lord, teach me how to number my days. Okay. Every day, one of them. Yes. No, for real. Because I ain't never heard that one. Right, no, for real. What first translation is that? Right. We're going to find it. We're going to find it. Yeah. <laughs> second week in a row. <laughs> <laughs> no, the first time it was Mo. It was me. It was me. It was me. It was me. But it's true because there like, was one episode where I didn't have none of the scriptures. Remember the, the New Year's joint that we never like, aired? Well, in the Bible, it says. <laughs> the one we never aired. <laughs> it's okay. We're going to let that one go, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's true because you be thinking you have so much time and like, okay, if I don't do it now, I can do it later. But yeah. what if later it never comes? You know, what if what? tomorrow never comes? Mm-hmm. And That's fair. And God comes, you be like, wait, I just, I just needed one think, more yeah. second yeah. to. Like, yeah, <laughs> right. I'm, I'm ready. Had, you, I'm ready. That's when yeah. I think you realize the impact. Like, you didn't have that much time. Sis. You didn't. And we, and we don't have that much time. And that's Life why is but a vapor. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's what it says. Here. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I know that one. <laughs> Here today, gone tomorrow. Yeah. yeah. Goodness so. gracious. I think um I wish that we would think about being very slow to speak mm. um during this time period because it just seems like everybody has an opinion about something. Everybody has something to say. Yeah. And sometimes and I think that's why in the Jewish community, they're 
mute for three days. Like it's just mm. like they just really? take yeah they don't like they go to, they get together and they just mourn for three days mm. and oh, wait a little. That's bit. That's, what, that's what Job did with that's what Job's friends did with him in the Bible too. Like yeah, they just came, they come and, together, and, and just they stayed. just you just take it in. Yeah, you give yourself the opportunity to grieve, and I don't. Th- I think that sometimes we don't know how to effectively do that because it's just like in this in the social media age, it's just like I have to post it, I have to mm. put it out, yeah. and so it's just like I don't know. It's just like. Um, I just really wish because it's like all these different stories is coming out like you know how people are more focusing on Kobe or Kobe and the daughter or Kobe and Vanessa's love story or well, Kobe what about and the Brandy other, <laughs> yeah, yeah what about the other family that yeah. lost their lives or think about the nine and just like you oh, gotta like let you, it go it's just like you gotta go to all these different places and yeah. it's just like I had to get off social just, media yeah. I had to get off social media it's just y'all like, know I love me some social take media take a moment to just grieve yeah 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 so and then i think working in the morgue the morgue at the medical examiner's office oh you literally work at the morgue yeah oh at the the chief medical examiner's office so according to state law any deaths that are not natural so that's accidents suicides infant deaths drug overdoses all those different things um get sent to the state as they do autopsies or views on the body. So mm-hmm. this would, because of the manner of death that happened, this is probably what office, happened with yeah. Kobe and you know his daughter and the rest that were in the um, in the accident. And so um, what I have learned in that process of just seeing so many people die on a daily, mm-hmm. every single day from all ages from two to ninety two. I have learned that as we've been saying is that life truly is short and it it waits for literally no man like I just really had to really just sit down and be like you know what Lawrence you really need to follow whatever dreams you got whatever talents or skills you got or you know whatever issues that you got it really doesn't matter at this point because when you are dead you are dead there is no coming back yeah. no two ways like it's just you know that's the end of it that's the end of the book and so you know not for those who believe in christ jesus glory be to god but mm-hmm. we understand that on this side it, it, it's it's yeah. it's over and done yeah. so yeah. you you really it's 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 it, i've learned a lot and i've seen a lot and i think it, it's just it's really it's a really hard thing to yeah. I, I really think that um, I, I recommend if you haven't taken a day, if you're still kind of like, you know, dealing with a lot of the emotions, like if you haven't taken a day away from social media, I would recommend it mm. just because it is it, like, especially when it when like the first day it's in your face everywhere. Like yeah. the, so the, the first day that it happened, I all I kept doing was scrolling and yeah. I, I was like, oh, no, this is too much. So I deleted my Instagram, mm. the Instagram app. Um and i was off of it the entire next day and i waited till it calmed down because the reality is it is going to calm down until the day of the actual funeral mm-hmm. then everything comes back Second. up again but it's still gonna you know what i mean it's gonna die yeah. down like obviously we always say long live nip but it's not as you know we're not hearing conspiracy theories and all these things anymore it's just yeah. like he's passed he's resting yeah. you know mm-hmm. um and so i do recommend if you haven't to just take some time away from social media and just reflect 
um reflecting never hurts it's always good to just like lauren said like like what am i doing you know what i mean like how am i sitting on my talents what what's going on with me um and also just to you know mourn you know what i'm saying like just mourn like and and you know i did a motivation monday on dealing with celebrity deaths um and if if anybody's making you feel crazy about mourning um don't talk to them because <laughs> it, it is perfectly normal to feel impacted by a celebrity death. I remember Definitely. at the tender age of what was I 13 when Michael Jackson died? I don't remember. I was boohoo crying. Yeah. I'm like, what do I know about Michael Jackson besides <laughs> the video? You know what I'm saying? Like I, I was boohoo crying because I was just so impacted by his music right. um, that I would not watch anything but his concerts for the next three months mm. i wouldn't watch anything yeah. on t- like i would my mom got the bootleg dvds i wouldn't watch anything but the concerts for mm. the next three months um i say all that to say these people impact our lives in different ways and I, you know i said you know even sometimes these celebrities are there to comfort us and push us when people that are even cl- that we can physically touch that are next to us aren't you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Especially something like Mamba mentality mm-hmm. that is like, oh, nah, Kobe Bryant's going hard. I got to go hard. Mm-hmm. You know what kind of motivation that is mentally? Mm-hmm. You feel connected to that person um, or even just watching them all the time. Like, I'm sure if, like, anything happened to any of the Kardashians, as much as I hate oh. what they do to Jesus. black women, God forbid, as much as I hate what they, they how they steal, they are so engulfed in my life. Mm-hmm. You know, they're just, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, I would be devastated. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because I see them on television mm-hmm. all the time. Like, God forbid, that that's that's yeah. not their portion. But you know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, all these people, even uh, for some people who don't listen to me, or you know what I'm saying? Like, we're all connected. The social media has made mm-hmm. it so that we are all connected. And, yeah. and I think this is a testament to not... Uh, kind of downplay the relationships that you make on the internet mm-hmm. because um i my mom had made an internet friend like right before she had passed oh, wow. um and this lady to this day still posts on my mom's facebook wall wow yeah it's like really cute but like also like damn she really lost her pal like mm-hmm. they would just like message about like fashion and like you know mm-hmm. like their boyfriends and you know all this mm-hmm. stuff and you know, they would talk on the phone and they just knew each other from on the, from Facebook. Mm. Wow. Um, it was this Ghanaian lady. And, you know, my mom was like, yeah, that's my Facebook friend. You know, <laughs> like it was just this cute friendship yeah. that they had. And they didn't know each other in real life, yeah. you know. But this lady was so impacted. Every time, every single one of my mom's birthdays, she goes on my mom's Facebook mm. wall and says, happy birthday, Mavis. Mm. You know, and it's just like, damn, I don't even do that. Mm. But, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. mm-hmm. I it's feel personal. like yeah, it's personal. Yeah, so like, don't grows. let people downplay or make you feel crazy, or don't even question your own self. Like, am I doing too much? Yeah, am I doing? Especially me, because I was boohoo crying. Yeah, mm-hmm. you saw. You said, "Pray for me too." Yeah, yeah, because I was just like, I don't know what's going on with mm-hmm. me, but I am so emotional, yeah. guys, and mm-hmm. I need you. I need prayers as much as, you know, the next fan. Yeah. You know, um, but yeah, I just, I, I, I definitely wanted to have an episode where we kind of discussed um what happened um because i just feel like like i we, this is not something that we can just gloss over and get into the latest of the hottest of the hottest of tea i'm sorry like mm. this is something that has impacted everyone um and to just gloss over it would be irresponsible of me um i'm definitely gonna put a trigger warning in the beginning of this episode because yeah. we do get a little yeah we do get emotional yeah. um but we love you guys here at convo with mo uh final thoughts Lindsay and lawrence so I found the scripture. Yes, thank God. <laughs> <laughs> so we- 
<laughs> it was Psalm 90 verse 12 and it says King James Version says mm. so teach us to number our days that we may apply our hearts unto wisdom mm. and so this is uh, the Psalms yeah you know Psalms. Psalms everything. so yeah just to close out by saying time like we said time is short yeah. you know, nobody knows tomorrow like live your best life today love wholeheartedly and death will like allow you to see how minuscule things are in the grand scheme of things mm-hmm. so my prayers are out to the the bryant family yeah all the, the other wife, families the children all the other families mm-hmm. everyone who was affected by his death and i pray that we're able to find some sort of way to turn this pain into purpose so. mm. Mm, that's good Lawrence be having to, you know, come up with something after Lizzie bring the house down. I'm so dead. Every we single could, time. But I'll scorch it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> leave no remains. <laughs> I'm so damn. Um, my my two cents is allow yourself to grieve. Mm. You are well within your right to grieve. I mean, even the Holy Spirit grieves. Mm. So um I think uh when there is I learned from my friend Brooke, she's uh soon to be counselor in her master's program and she took a class on grief and she said her teacher told her that with grief there was once a because there's grief because there was a connection Mm. so whenever there was uh, we feel that sense of loss Mm. it's because there was a connection there Mm. and that connection is now lost and so um I think we deal with grief not only with loss of family members, but jobs or Mm -hmm. moving to a different location or loss of friendships or loss of relationships. And so I think you are within your in your within your right to to grieve. So um, allow yourself to grieve. But as Lindsay was saying earlier, remember that you also have hope. Love you, kings and queens. Amen. All right, y'all. That's it for this episode. We love you guys so much. Um, we will be posting a new episode next week. Oh, um, don't forget to follow me at Modiga as well as the at a combo mo page. Follow at Crown by Grace. Okay, heavy on the crown. <laughs> There's no E in crown. Yes. And then at a king. Look since, at you. Yeah, at King since birth. Um, on Instagram, Twitter, all that. Uh, we love you guys. And we're out in five, four, three, two, one. Bye, guys. <laughs>